Hello and welcome to episode 3.3 of What Now with Simon. Last episode I got quite carried away talking about my newfound joy of TV and malls and driving. This time I want to do a lighter episode mentioning all kinds of things. David Lynch turned 75 years on the 20th of January. A very happy birthday from this guy in Finland whose life would be much different and much poorer without all the things he has done and the inspiration of his words and works. The first Spotify playlist for this podcast called What Now with Simo 1952-1955 got its second song. That's the famous scene from Tchaikovsky's Swan Lake, a performance by the London Symphony Orchestra under Anatole Fistulari. A correction for something I said about the TV series Dragnet in the first episode of this season. Apparently it premiered in late 1951, not in January 1952, if what I read later is accurate. My favorite film made in 2020 was The Vast of Night, That's a film that has a depth that I haven't yet seen anyone comment on. I'm wondering if some of the elements are missed or whether some of the connections that happened when I was watching it and that were very exciting to me as a viewer and as a writer may have been so subtle that they are not easily perceived. In any case, I want to write more about it. It was one of the few films that I've seen that don't contain any element that I would have to excuse. There was nothing I would take out or wish they had redone. It's so satisfying to see work like that. My favorite TV series of 2020 was The Right Stuff on Disney+. Plus. I haven't had interest in any of the currently running science fiction series, and although The Right Stuff is science fact in the sense that it is a telling of real events, a fictionalized telling, I still felt that it was better than any of the science fiction series being made at this time. A lot of them seem to want to be action movies, and to me that's usually not a very interesting approach. And The Right Stuff was like The Vast of Night in the ways I was just describing. They didn't make any wrong choices. I like the fact that it gave the experience of those first astronauts in a very down-to-earth way. For example, the way Alan Shepard felt about the flight, which didn't last long at all. I like how they had him say that being in the simulator felt more real than the actual flight, because it was literally a few minutes going up, then some minutes in orbit, and then back down, and then it's over, after months of preparation. It also has the virtue of being a slow burn, which is something I often like, I don't get impatient with something I'm enjoying. It 
got stronger episode by episode, and by the end, I simply didn't want it to end. I really savored every moment and wished there had been more. So if I had to name my favorite science fiction series of 2020, it wouldn't be a science fiction series, it would be this science fact, fictionalization, the right stuff. It's a genuinely mature series, which is very rare. Many series that are called mature are far from that. And that's a topic I also want to return to at another time, because I dislike this misuse of the word mature. Parks and recreation. That was my great comedy discovery for 2020. I had heard about this series, of course, before that point, but I only started watching it in late 2020. At first, I thought it was a series that wasn't making me laugh so much as enjoy it for other reasons and in other ways. But the more I watched it, the more I found myself laughing with it. At first, I was thinking that this is a new type of experience for me to find a comedy series that I'm not really laughing with, but I enjoy watching anyway. Usually, if a comedy series doesn't make me laugh, it goes hand in hand with that, that I actively dislike the characters or the writing or all kinds of stuff about that series. So I thought I was discovering an exception in that I was really liking the characters and the writing and everything else about it without really laughing with it. But the more I watched, the funnier it became. All the actors are perfectly cast. There's one character that I would prefer not to be so consistently the way he was depicted. I mean Tommy. But I love Ron Swanson, Aubrey Plaza's character, Jerry, Chris Traeger, just great characters. I know that some of the people behind this series have done others before this one, but from what I've seen of those, I didn't feel such an unreserved liking for what I was seeing as with this one. I forgot to complete a point I meant to make last episode when I was talking about how at a certain point when a TV is large enough beyond some magic threshold, it becomes a different kind of experience. A good TV series or film or anything else viewed on a quality big TV is a sensual experience. Sensual experiences are super important for everyone. We need them for our health. I had a chapter in Art and Love Volume 1 about this, about sensuality in TV series and films, and how it has disappeared from many of them. The aesthetics just don't include getting across sensual experiences. They become about other things. And I'm repelled by series that are like that, that don't contain this basic human thing of nourishing your senses in different ways. But this is a topic also I want to return to later. Now I wish you a very good day or night, 
or evening or morning. And once again, good night and take care.